my name is Nived and you are listening to the Swap podcast. Fashion fades, style is eternal is an old saying, but literally speaking, that actually may no longer be true. If you are like many teens, you probably spend a big chunk of your money on clothes, especially when it comes to fast fashion. Fast fashion brands may not design their clothing to last, and they don't. It is everywhere now and it gained popularity only in the last 2 decades. Before that, fiber production was only rising alongside the increasing population. It's very fun and convenient to shop for new trends at an affordable price. But the overconsumption of cheaply made clothing has a disastrous impact on the environment, wildlife and our whole planet. Ho's business model relies on cheap and speedy production of low quality clothing which cycles in and out the market quickly to meet new trends. This system encourages excessive consumption as people are offered up cheaply and trendy goods on a continuous basis in order to stay on trend. Rather than buying a few well-made and long-lasting items, you are pushed to continuously buy lots of cheap products which quickly fall out of fashion and get disregarded or degrade after a few wears due to cheap quality. This model has been hugely profitable for retailers as you are tricked into spending more through multiple smaller purchases. Now, let's talk about the production processes of some of your favorite clothing. Contrary to popular belief, wool production is part of this issue. Wool is a very cruel animal fiber. Every year in the fast fashion industry, animals are enslaved, exploited, subjected to painful treatments, and the immense resources used to grow them have disastrous effects to on the forests and last remaining natural resources. According to the International Wool Textile Organization, wool production rose to 1.155 million kg in 2018, made from 1.177 billion sheep around the world. and most of them were cut into slavery mutilated and skinned alive apart from wool the fur production is yet another very detrimental process millions of wild endangered animals are poached and culled for their hide and pelts every year one disturbing example is the annual hunt for harp seals in canada around 500000 seals particularly young ones are killed every year making it the largest marine mammal slaughter on earth and this is just so you can wear seal leather not only wool and fur the leather industry has an equally devastating impact 2.29 billion cows calves buffaloes goats and pigs were killed for their hide and skin to make leather in 2018 many other animals such as seals sheep deer alligators snakes zebras sharks cats and dogs are killed to produce leather they are often hunted caged farmed and skinned alive and the massive resources used to grow the animals to culture the skin is incomparably huge also the tanneries that process them drain all the water bodies around them and seamlessly pollute the river and lake ecosystem nearby threatening all the wildlife that depend on it ask yourself is it worth it Parallelly, the cotton industry is another industry where the production phase is so environmentally destructive due to the water and energy use as well as chemicals involved in the process. It takes about 2000 gallons of water to produce a pair of jeans. That's more than enough for one person to drink 8 cups per day for 10 years. Even it takes about 700 gallons of water to produce one cotton shirt. 
that's enough water for one person to drink at least 8 cups per day for 3 and a half years. In 2015 alone, 79 billion cubic meters of water was used by the fashion industry. Regional water scarcity in manufacturing regions of Asia has been attributed to fast fashion due to the large quantity of material produced there. And through the use of harmful chemicals to low production costs, fast fashion is linked to the contamination of local groundwater and negative impacting surrounding ecosystems. The cost of production is therefore shifted away from manufacturers and onto local ecosystems. One of the world's four largest lakes, the Aral Sea in Uzbekistan, dried up in just a couple of decades, destroying all the life that thrived there, and only a few small lakes remain there now. This was just due to the growing textile industry around there. Even here, the chemicals that are released into the Noyal River in Tirupur is evidently seen by all of you. On the other hand, the process of fashion consumption kills our earth in a totally different level. More than 60% of fabric fibers are now synthetics, derived from fossil fuels. So if and when our clothing ends up in a landfill, about 85% of textile waste goes to the landfills or is incinerated. It will not decay, nor will the synthetic microfibers that end up in the sea, freshwater and elsewhere, including the deepest parts of the oceans and the highest glacier peaks, nearly 30% of the sea pollution are microfibers leading to the life-threatening amounts of bioaccumulation. Future archaeologists may look at landfills taken over by nature and discover evidence of Zara. And it is Zara and other brands like it that have helped plant flags on the farthest reaches of the planet. It is easy for everybody to remain unaware of these impacts even though the environmental costs occur in the manufacturing and production countries, India and Bangladesh where we live. On the production end, we need to shift toward long-lasting designs which are well-made and easy to mend. High-quality and sustainable materials need to be used. Hemp offers a sustainable alternative to other materials as it is biodegradable, does not require irrigation and is not chemically treated. Another alternative is to recycle and reuse old materials in the production of new garments. This minimizes waste while enabling evolving fashion trends. On the consumer end, people need to buy less, buy better, repair and recycle. Nearly 3 in 5 garments ends up in landfills, oceans or an incinerator within just one year of being produced. But good quality materials that are designed to last discourages excessive consumption and waste as there is not a constant need to buy and replace single items. When items do break, they are often irreparable and it is often worth investing in repairing it than buying new, like you would with a computer or phone. People can also switch up how to consume fashion. Renting clothing can be especially useful for occasion clothing, such as party dresses and suits. Buying secondhand and going to clothing swaps are both low-cost ways of updating your wardrobe while producing minimal waste. Only the rise of slow fashion in response to fast fashion that promotes an awareness of the basic purpose and need of clothing in the first place and that encourages you to purchase items thoughtfully and deliberately would most likely ensure a reasonable future for the wildlife, you and the planet. Thank you for listening. Check out swap.org.in to know more about us and don't forget to share to spread awareness.